please join me in welcoming our special guest at this time. He is a former WWE superstar, former ECW champion, and in another month he's going to be fighting MMA style. Let's welcome to the show Bobby Lashley. What's going on, Bobby? Oh, not too much. That was a hell of an introduction there. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're, we're proud to have you on the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, Bobby, uh, we're going to talk about your uh, your MMA deal here in just a minute, but uh, I think my fans would personally take a shit on me if we didn't at least address this, and we don't have to make a big scene about it. But, you know, it's kind of like ignoring the 800-pound elephant in the room. Look, I, there's been so much things surrounding your release from the WWE, and, you know, like I said, we don't have to get in great detail about it, but what can you tell us about it? You know, in, in other words, what can we set the record straight about when it comes to your release? Because it seems like, you know, you got injured, and then you just disappeared, and then, you know, we're reading in January that you're released, and maybe we can shed a little light on that, if possible. Oh, man. That's like the million-dollar question. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> the answer could be a million dollars out of my pocket, but no, um, um, it's um, uh, let's you know, I never try to hold a grudge or talk about anything negative. So, right, we don't want uh, you to go in here and bash anybody. I'm just saying, you know, you know, so many people have been talking online and in newsletters and things like that. And I mean, you know, I don't know what you can or cannot say about it, but. If we can just give the fans at least a little something and maybe just shed a little bit of light on it, if at all possible, what can we do with that? Well, let's let's just stick with the fact that I, I did want to pursue an MMA career. Okay. So, um, so when I was going through things there, I, I spoke with um, um, some of the higher-ups, and, and um, I just came to the conclusion that I did ask for my release. Right. Um, it, it, was, it was a very, very, very difficult thing to do because um, for me – uh, if anybody's met me, um, any of the fans have met me, they know that I'm more of a people person. I'm not somebody that just goes and performs and then afterwards revs and, and takes off. I like to meet people. I like to talk to people. So it was really tough leaving the fans. I mean, everything else, the money and everything was great, of course, but leaving the fans was the toughest thing I ever had to do. And I right. and, and I still, um, to this day, kind of burns me up in my stomach, the fact that I had to, had to do what I had to do. There were things going on, but... Um, uh, no, here, no say. I, I think that some, no, I of the rumors were, some of the rumors that that went by had something to do with Crystal. I'll, I'll let you know that there was nothing at all to do with okay. Crystal. Why, why I left? That was a complete. Um, I don't know who brought that up or why they brought that up, but that was completely wrong. Uh, uh, it was just something that I had to make a decision on at the time, and and um, and I chose to to pursue this MMA career. Is it something that I would want to do again? Of course, I would love to come back to wrestling and, and be able to go out there and perform and be with the fans and, and just go crazy and do whatever I can to entertain people the best way I know how. Right. Well, I, hey, man, I appreciate you giving us some sort of an answer. I really appreciate that. Now, let, let, let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about being a part of a main event of WrestleMania. What's that like, Bobby, really? I mean, you, you got to work with Umaga. You got to work with Trump, McMahon, Steve Austin. What is that like uh, to be a wrestler in the business and get to be a part of such a marquee match like that? Oh man, you know they always say that they always say that that's the Super Bowl of of wrestling, and right. without a doubt, it's the Super Bowl of wrestling. When I walked in there to WrestleMania, actually, I did two WrestleManias, but only main evented the second one. Right. But just going to the venue on on Super on Super Bowl Day, I'm going to say Super Bowl Day on WrestleMania Day, it was. 
unbelievable. And this is without any people there, just walking in there and seeing seeing um, the stage that they built, seeing the, the pyro set up, seeing the ring there and everything set up. I mean, when I walked into the ring or, or walked into the venue, before the before anything even started, it was just incredible. But right. then it, I, I didn't think that it could get any higher than that. But then walking out there in front of eighty five thousand people, it was it was without without a doubt surreal, man. I can I can't imagine. I mean, and, and that's one thing that I do um, um, hold high high for my accomplishments and things that I've accomplished is being able to do that. That was an incredible experience, and man, and and the same token, I was a, I'm a fan also. So so when when I'm backstage, you know, I had an opportunity to watch Undertaker and Batista go at it, which had an incredible match there, and Shawn Michaels and Cena go at it and have an incredible match there also. So I mean, WrestleMania is like nothing else, and being able to uh, main event, I mean, I've I've got to be able to do that again. Absolutely. Now, being being a fan and a wrestler both. What what's the being nervous level like? I mean, seriously, let's say, you know, Bobby, you're in the gorilla position. You're getting ready to walk out. You're waiting for your cue to go out. I mean, my God, how nervous are you at this point to know that you're about to walk in front of millions of people watching around on TV and then also 85,000-plus 80, at Ford Field? Uh, well, you know, it, it, it was more anxious. I was more anxious than nervous. Right. Because <laughs> I was love ready to go out there everybody. and – I, I was ready to go out there, man. I, I couldn't wait to go out there. Yeah, there, there was there was a level of nerves because you know it's 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 a grand stage. It's it's you're ready to showcase. It's right. all the chips on the table. But at the same time, you're so anxious. Everybody back there. I mean, it it was like it was like give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. That's how everybody that had a match for WrestleMania was acting. They were like, give me the ball, let me go out there. And, and it was, I was the same way. I mean, I, I was nervous at the same time walking, but I was so anxious. I just wanted to get out there in front of all those people and just and just breathe it, soak it all Ready in. to enjoy it. Ready to enjoy it. Now, talking about the good part about it, let's, let's kind of switch to a, a little bit of a different tone. You know, the schedule that you have to endure being not only just a WWE superstar, but being in the role that you were in because, you know, uh, in 07, it seemed like we were really seeing the rise of Bobby Lashley. He won the ECW title. You had that big match with Cena right before you got injured. And so it seems like you were really on the fast track, you know, in the midst of a huge push. You know, what's the schedule? What is it? What's the kind of toll that it takes on your body? And then the second part of that is, what kind of effect does it have on your family life? Uh, well, it, it has a... It has a big effect on your family life, but you, I think, I think the people that are able to do it for a long time have a lot of support from their family, right. because all in all, you know, you're, you're doing a lot, but, it, but at the same token, you're able to take care of your family like, like you never have before, you know, there was things that I was able to do for my family, my extended family, friends, and everyone else that I was never, I never thought that I was, I would be able to do, so I wouldn't, I, I didn't mind at all sacrificing myself in order to right. take care of everyone else, and and everyone else understood it, so it was it did take a toll on the family, and it take a, it it takes a hell of a toll on your body, um, because the, the fans whenever you go to a show, it's like it's like some of the people that I saw out there, it was like, um, and and I would say it on both sides, like a Kurt Angle on one side, and then um, and then I would even say Cena and Booker and Finley, all those guys, it didn't matter if there was three people in the crowd or eighty five people 85,000 people in the crowd 
you want to give everything you got to every match. Right. I mean, people, it's, it's like you don't want to just say, okay, there's only a 1,000 people here. I'm going to take it easy. You want to give it all every time. And when you do that, your body does kind of pay the price. But the fans actually enjoy it, and they, and they appreciate it when, you, when it's all done. Right, right. Now, when you were in the midst of that big push, you don't have to answer, but uh, did you make at least a million? I mean, were you making some pretty good dough? I made, I made about $100, maybe $200 over the course <laughs> of the year. <laughs> I know, it's I kind never, of a hard never, question for people. I don't want to get too personal, man. <laughs> I never well, talk money, but I, I was, like I said, I was able to, um, I was able to, um, um, like uh, I was talking to Vince one time, and Vince said, you know what? With all the hard work that you do, you always want to make sure that you have a castle to go to at home. And I, I didn't build a castle, but what he was basically saying is have a really um, a, a nice place to go to at home where when you open up the door or you drive up to the driver, you say, well, this is what I've been working for. So um, I was able to at least build my my take of a castle, which was my home, and, and, that's, and that's, what I, um, that's what I'm thankful for. Excellent, excellent. Let's talk about this MMA thing, man. How long has it been inside of you that you want to do MMA where you said to yourself, man, i got to get in this. i I got, I got to do MMA. How long? Man, I've been wanting to beat up people for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 had, um, I wrestled for so many years. I wrestled for 18 years. Yeah, you're an amateur wrestler. You were in the Army, and you did a lot of things. Yeah, I accomplished a, a great deal in, in wrestling, and and when I had the opportunity to switch over and and do the MMA, I was actually going into MMA right before joining um, WWE. So I already had aspirations of doing so. And then when oh, wow. um when I when I was in the when I was in the WWE, I still kind of trained a little bit at home. I would go to the Olympic Training Center and keep up with my wrestling. And and I and whenever I got whenever I couldn't go to the gym because I was watching my daughter, I would be able to go and hit the heavy bag downstairs in my basement. So I was always doing a little bit of training. And then, um, right. and then I got to watch the show, and I got to watch so many of, the, of my friends that, that when, when I was training originally before the WWE, now I'm watching these guys make it to the UFC and, and start to you know build and build and build, and I would talk to them all the time, and they would tell me how great they they loved the opportunity to fight, and, and yeah, it, it was just, you know, it was it was an opportunity. I I wanted to try it. I wanted to get into it. And and um, am I going to UFC right away? No, I'm, I'm building. I'm, I'm training down with the best training camp in the world right now with American Top Team. And, you know, we uh, had Mike Brown on the show last week. He he says the same thing. He thinks American Top Team is the best. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. <laughs> now, everybody you know, here, you. Can, you can't find that. You can't find. You can't find a scrub training partner. <laughs> you were talking about watching some of your friends go into UFC. Who were some of your friends that you got to watch go into the UFC? Well, um, I, w- I was friends with Josh Koscheck beforehand. I know he, he did fight one of the um, one of the ATT guys just the uh, last UFC, and right. um, and both of them have a great deal of respect for for each other after that fight, even more so. Um, so I saw Koscheck go in there. Um, I saw Josh the Punk Thompson. He went to Strike Force. He started building up there. Um, uh, Matt Hughes, knew Matt Hughes beforehand. Randy Couture used to wrestle for the Army. Um, I had, there, there was just so many people that were that I knew from wrestling or knew from the training center that were getting into it and just blowing up right away. 
Right, right. I want to talk a little bit about you, also your your training regimen. I mean, you got a hell of a physique, and I want to get into Lashley Nutrition in just a moment. But tell us what kind of training regimen you have, and then also what does MMA add on to that? I mean, is it like an extra amount of work that goes into training specifically MMA, or is it already something that you had incorporated into your training, like let's say even beforehand when you when you went to WWE? Uh, well, you know, uh, WWE, I, I, I did, I did keep some of the stuff. There's a, there's a, there was a difference between when I was amateur wrestling, than when I went to um, WWE, and then now the training kind of changed each time. When I was, when I was amateur wrestling, we did a lot of um, uh, Olympic style lifts because I was training at the Olympic Training Center, so it was like cleans and snatches and everything like that. But when I decided to make the jump to WWE. There was, of course, um, a different image that I wanted to kind of portray there, and um, I wanted to bulk up. I wanted to put a little bit more size on. I wanted to kind of have the more um, appealing look, TV appealing right. look, because right. WWE, of course, you want to see the true gladiators out there. So you want to see big men. You want to see. Um, you want to see. You want to see like superstars. That's how I. That's how I remembered it when I grew up. I was. I was watching wrestling, and I would always look at these guys and saying, you know. I wouldn't let anybody sit on the couch saying, yeah, I can beat him up on TV. That was one thing that I didn't want to. But then now now since um, since I've been in MMA, uh, I don't lift as much. A lot of the stuff that I'm doing is, of course, like everybody says, it's flipping the big tires. It's pounding that thing with a, with a big sledgehammer. It's uh, doing back to my cleans, back to snatches. I've always did box jumps uh, and plyometrics. It's, uh, but you do a lot of jujitsu, a lot of grappling. Like since I've been up here training with ATT, I really don't have too much time to lift because the practices are so grueling. Right. How many hours so, a day are you in the gym at this point? Um, right now, it's about it's about three hours, three three and a half hours. Wow. And how many days out so, of the week are you in there? Six days. Wow. <laughs> But Damn. it's different, like like to, just like today's practice. I mean, literally, we went for about an hour and a half. Of we went five minute goes, um, full sparring. Um, we go five minutes, take a minute break, and then switch partners. Go five minutes, minute break. We did that for about an hour and a half today. So there's wow. not too much time to lift after something like that. You just kind of <laughs> want to relax yourself. But then after that, I have a Muay Thai coach that comes in, and I work with my kicking and punching. Wow, <laughs> that sounds like a lot yeah. of training. Let's talk about well, this ne- Lashley Nutrition, man. Uh, what what inspired you to start that up? Well, you know, everybody kept coming to me and asking me different um, advice. I mean, even on even on the road when I was training with different guys, I personal trained for so long, and I have a degree in nutrition or certification in nutrition, certification in in all kinds of personal training, group fitness, um, stretch, everything that has to do with fitness. So when I was on the road, um, different people would come up to me, whether it was fans or even guys on on the road with me, some of the wrestlers, would always ask me different things. And, well, you know, what should I take or, or what kind of protein is good or this, that, and the other. So I was dealing with different nutritional companies, and I was talking to them about sponsorships and everything. And instead of going with the sponsorship avenue, I just, I just talked to them and said, look, I, I want to open up a store in Colorado Springs. And I want to just get the supplements in here, and I want to give it to people at a good price because everywhere else they try to rob you. So, so I was like, I really don't want to make money with this. I can at least tell people to come here, and this is what you need, and this is what I think you should take in order to get the results that you want. 
So I had my I had my just storefront in Colorado Springs for a while, uh-huh. and then uh, it was doing well, and I was and I, and I started getting busy again. So I started getting the online set up. So I had somebody build a website for me. So I built LashleyNutrition.com, and uh-huh. um, same thing. People, if if somebody emails the site, they're emailing straight to me, uh-huh. so I can answer questions of, of things that they can try. And um, and if you go to the side, you can tell. I mean, even some of the bigger companies can't even match the prices that I give things at. I'm not trying to get rich off of that. I'm going to fight and, and, and possibly do some professional wrestling, and hopefully I can get rich that way. Right, right. So this is like a real hands-on experience. The people, you know, they're buying from Lashley Nutrition, and they're, they're buying straight from you. Yeah, I You're do it all. Right to you. It's a direct pipeline to Bobby Lashley. Yep, I do it all, and a lot of times when people um, when people put in an order, if the box is big enough, I usually send like an eight by ten and sign it, and just you know, thanks for your support. Some of the people that have already bought stuff from me, I've already received them. You know, I try to I try to be more personal than just a company that just you buy it, send you a box, and that's it. Yeah, maybe a little invoice or something. That's not all you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Bobby. You seem like a real nice guy, but how do you respond to critics, man? I mean, you know they're out there. Uh, you know, how, how how do you take criticism? Uh, you know, I you know, it's all it all goes back to that saying. You know, you can't you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time. There's a whole bunch of people that you know. I had I I even have some people. You know, I get I get a lot of, of messages on MySpace where people are calling or writing. You know, hey, I miss you, I miss you. You know, you should come back to wrestling. We want to see you back to wrestling, or or you know, I know you're going to MMA. Can't wait to see you and stuff like that. So I have I have a great deal of people that call me up and and write me and, and say positive things. And I have those same people that'll come on there and like, you suck, I hate you. <laughs> and, you know, like, so you know, I I even email some of those people back. I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry to have disappointed you so much. But you're gonna have critics. There's, you know, in the sport of wrestling, it's it's um, or I can't say sport. Isn't it entertainment now? Right. And they they want all their wrestlers to be called entertainers. Yeah. Apparently. In 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 WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, um, yeah. it's it's a tough job. It's a tough world. I mean, these guys are going out there and trying to do the best that they can. And yeah, I have my downfalls. I'll say it off the bat. You know, you don't have to tell me that. My, my promos weren't like The Rock. I, I know that, <laughs> but you know that's that's some of the things that you got to work on when you when you come in there. You know, people expect you to be the greatest at everything right when you start. And uh, I, I, you know, you got. But don't you don't thing. you think some of that criticism, like the promos, a lot some of that could be attributed to the writers, like you know what you're given. I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you, man. I mean. We here on the show, we were a little bit critical of it, but I thought it was the writers, you know? I mean, that's what I thought it was. I mean, don't you think they should get some of the brunt of that rather than it all being on you? Well, I wouldn't point my finger at the writers because if we're supposed to be entertainers and actors, we should make anything work, first off. But, right. you know, sometimes it is kind of hard because if somebody writes something for you and gives it to you, if you say it over and over again and you just really don't believe it, then it's hard to just regurgitate something that somebody else wrote. And it's kind of this is this is one thing that I said before, is um like now that now that people are starting to know who I am and know the kind of person I am, I think when the writers originally saw me, when people originally saw me, they thought that I would be the guy that came out there and was like, I pity the fool, and that's how I was <laughs> supposed to talk. So that's why it was written for me. So, but that ain't me. I'm I'm 
who I am, and I'm not like that big grunting, raw, raw, raw type of person. Um, you know, there was there was one person, and and, I, and I'm giving this guy credit again. I, I think it, I might get heat for giving this guy credit so much, but I'm gonna give him credit one more time. Was Paul Heyman? Uh huh. When when I was in Ohio Valley Wrestling OVW, um, Paul came down and he was started to become the writer for OVW, and uh-huh. I didn't even really know him. I knew of him, didn't know him. Called me up, he said, hey, man, let's go eat breakfast. And we sat down and we ate breakfast, and we just sat and talked for like four hours. <laughs> sat in breakfast and just talked and talked and talked and talked. And then afterwards, he started writing. And later on, after we had a great promo, we had a great segment with me and him and a great storyline that actually propelled myself into getting uh, pulled up. But Paul said, there was no way that I could write for you if I didn't know you. Right, That's why I wanted you. to sit down with you. So he got to know me. We talked about family. I talked about his family. He talked about my family. I'm not saying Paul's the greatest person because everybody has their opinions of him. But what he yeah. did for me, I, I appreciate everything that he did for me, and he was and he did nothing but great things for me. And um, he, he, he helped me understand a lot of things in the business. And when he did that and he understood who I was and he was able to write for me, it was completely different when I was there. Oh, that's fantastic, man. Let's let's switch our attention just real quick over to uh, Brock Lesnar. He made some comments in the U.K. So I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but he stated, in other words, pretty much that you and Kurt Angle and any other uh, professional wrestlers wanting to cross into over to MMA would never make it to the USC. Does that does that offend you at all? Are you offended by that comment? You know, I, I read that article, and I think that um, I think the people that got the article afterwards put me and Kurt in there. Because oh really? He, okay, so that was something a little different then. Okay. Yeah, because he said that there's no wrestler, there's no professional wrestlers that that have the have the background or the skill to make it into UFC. I think that's what he said. But I haven't wrestled for a year and a half, so I'm hoping that he's not putting me in that same category. Because one thing about Brock is I I, I know he knows this, and I know once you get to a high level at any sport, um, there's appreciation for everybody in there. So if he has something to say about me like that, where he's discrediting everything that I did and saying that I don't have what it takes to make it to the UFC, then I lose all respect for him. Right. And if I lose all respect for him, it'll be a different fight when we do meet. I'll see you. Maybe you're hoping to get the chance to fight him, huh? If he wins the title, he'll have a target on his back. Oh, shit. There you go. Bobby Lashley telling it like it is. Well, I got one more question for you. I got to put you on the spot, my friend. Who do you see winning this Saturday, Brock Lesnar or Randy Couture? Oh man, I, I hate I hate I've been asked I've been asked that question so many times. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to state my opinion and and sure. I'll just leave it at that. Um, okay. First of all, I have great respect for both of those guys. Randy Couture used to wrestle in the same Army program that I did. Randy Couture did a great deal in the sport of wrestling, and he's a great champion. And Brock is also winning the NCAA championship these guys are warriors i hope that they can fight more than one or two rounds i hope it at least goes three to five rounds so we can really see these guys battle and both of these guys can prove themselves as as true champions so everybody will have respect for brock and everybody will continue having respect for randy um but the only thing is is that brock is 60 pounds heavier than him yes he is and and when I was making the comparison, I was like, well, that's like Forrest Griffin fighting Mike Brown. Right. Um, or I said Uriah at the time, but now it's Mike Brown because he's a new champion. Both right. of those guys are tough, but it's a 60-pound difference. 
that's going to be hard. Uh, everybody expects Brock to gas out. Brock doesn't gas out. He Brock can go for a big guy. Yeah. And um, it's just going to be hard because they're, they're coming with almost the same styles at each other, but Brock is just way bigger than him. It's going to be an interesting fight, Bobby. And speaking of fights, you know, in closing here, we should talk about your fight just coming up December, what is that, 13th? December 13th, American Airlines Arena in Miami. Oh, fantastic. Who are you fighting, Bobby? Um, the guy is a, he's a, I believe he's a jiu-jitsu guy. I don't know too much about him because it's his debut also. Um, he fights out of a northern, uh, northern Florida uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu organization, MMA gym up there. Pretty big kid. I think he's like 6'3", 6'4", 245. Um, uh-huh. His name is Josh Franklin. It's it's under MFAMMA.com. That's where it kind of has the pairings and everything like that. Uh, don't know too much about him, but um, it's my debut, so I'm going to have to really show up, and I'm going to have to really beat him down and beat him up to let everybody know that I'm coming for real. Yeah, you, you're, I know you got to be ready for this one. Big debut for oh. you. I'm more than ready. I'm You're more than ready. I'm going to have to put to, his lights out. Hey, that's good to hear, man. That's very good to hear. Now, uh, finally, uh, will we be able to see this on television, or is this something where we're going to kind of have to just wait for the results to come out? No, you don't have to wait at all. You can come down to Miami and oh, just get a go, ticket yeah. at American Airlines Arena and just come <laughs> in there and see it live. That's the best way to go. But, you know, you know how with, how things are with, with with these fights and everything. It'll be on YouTube probably the day afterwards. Oh, I'm or, sure. Or um, HDNet might have it. There's a couple different um, different television stations that are wanting to pick it up, so I'm sure it's going to be out there. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. been such a good sport, man. I appreciate you staying on and answering our questions. Bobby, uh, I hope we can catch up with you sometime around the, the fight time, and, and we'll check in with you and see how it's going, man. Is that cool? Right on. Anytime, man. All right. Thanks a lot for uh, for joining us, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Good luck on your fight, man. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, good night.